Good morning. Good morning. Special thanks to Gary and Kay Gessaman yes. for playing that music for us. Gary on the harmonica and, and the ukulele. ukulele and Kay on the piano. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Well, good morning, church. We are excited to be with you again on Facebook and YouTube. Welcome to our live stream week eight, I think. <laughs> uh, as a reminder, after uh, worship today, we will have our fellowship on Zoom. So uh, that link to that meeting was emailed out um, yesterday morning, actually. So you should have that and it'll be posted in our Facebook group uh, at some point during the service today. Uh, and we have Coffee Fellowship on Tuesday, as always. We want to see some more faces. We keep seeing... We the, miss your faces. Yeah, Joe Sullivan's there, and we love Joe. <laughs> but we need more people than Joe. We need a, we, we need some new new folks. The conversation needs... Joe probably uh, needs more faces than Joe ours. needs more than us. <laughs> Joe's, that's a shout out to, to Joe. He wants us uh, to recruit more people. Um, but uh, we will uh, just kind of keep on uh, with our schedule this week uh, with posting uh, some... Children's, children's videos. Uh, if you're not getting those, uh, just uh, contact the church office and yeah. Marty a message yeah. if you want to get the link to the weekly uh, children's videos um, and be a part of our youth group Zoom. Uh, yeah. We're making that happen every week. And uh, our board is meeting tomorrow. Um, we'll uh, be discussing kind of what our plans are in the future when we think it'd be right for us to reopen in person. And so uh, we're meeting uh, tomorrow at six o'clock for a special board meeting uh, to discuss that. And so if you're a board member, you should have gotten information about that. If you haven't, let us know. Um, but we will, you'll be hearing more from uh, the church board uh, soon on some of those plans and potential dates or whatever. Um, so that will be happening soon. Um, if you haven't already, uh, prepare uh, yourself some communion items that we'll share at the end of our worship. And as always, if you have a prayer concern, uh, you can stick those in the comment section uh, on Facebook if you're there. Um, you can't do that on YouTube, but you can email them or yeah, uh, to us, us or text us if you, if you uh, have that number. Uh, and uh, we will share those uh, on air. All right. Well, I'm going to invite us to take a moment just to center ourselves. Uh, today, we're going to hear another story from the Gospel of John, a story of Jesus gathering with his disciples after Easter. But it's actually still Easter Sunday, but in the evening. And the disciples are shut up in a room, fearing what might be happening outside. And in the midst of their fear, Jesus shows up to them right where they are and gives them peace. He breathes on them. So I'd like us to begin this morning with a centering exercise with breathing. And it struck me that even though we're apart, we can still breathe together as church as we watch this, as we take deep breaths. I invite you to breathe together as one. Maybe place your hand on your heart Fill the heartbeat within your chest. Holy living God, heartbeat of creation. Help us to take this moment to center on you. For you made us. You gave us this breath in our lungs. And you continue to be with us every moment, every breath, every beat, every step of our lives. Amen. 
And now would you join me in our call to worship? I cut Marty off there, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Let's see if that looks better. There we go. Read along the words in yellow. Blessed be the God of our Savior, Jesus Christ. God has given us a new birth in the living hope of the resurrection. God has given us an inheritance that is imperishable and unfading. In this we rejoice even when we suffer trials. For although we have not seen Jesus, we love him. And although we have not seen him, we believe in him. The peace of Christ be with you. And also with you. And we will uh, sing our opening hymn, Let There Be Peace on Earth. Thank you uh, to Kim for recording this hymn for us. in our unison prayer. Holy, Holy peace giver, we, we gather, gather in your name, invited by Jesus, bound together with your spirit and in union with each other. Feed our bodies and our spirits with your comforting presence so that we might be your comfort to others. Bless our worship and break open our hearts as you join us in our homes and share your peace with us. Amen. Amen. And I think we might need a children's sermon. All right. Come on, kids. I want to step out for just a moment. <laughs> he always steps out during the children's sermon. No, it's okay. So rude of him, right? Okay, kids, come over here. I have a question for you. So a lot of us, as we're at home and we're not getting out quite as much, unless it's like bike rides or walks or delivering our Mayday baskets, then a lot of us are doing extra things that uh, 
are, are things that we might not do as many times. Like we're doing more puzzles at the house than we normally and do, we right? And we haven't done board games in a while, which is well, what I think we're doing. <laughs> he sees some of our games. Um, we started off playing a lot of board games before we got into the puzzles, didn't we? Mm -hmm. And so, like, uh, this is Jenga. Do a lot of you at home, do you have Jenga? Have you played Jenga before? What happens with Jenga? And the tower always falls down. The and tower falls down. Now, does the tower fall down like, hi, Bodie, good hi. morning. I was late, sorry. That's okay, that's okay. We're glad that you're here with us. Oh, thank you. Um, so with Jenga and, and the tower falling down, um, does that make it to where you don't like playing it then? No. No, you do like playing it or you don't? Do. You do, but even the tower's going to fall down. Even though you... you even though if you use pieces. Well, what happened? Like, does it make you a little nervous, though, when it's your turn and it's leaning slightly? It always scares me. Does it scare yes. you? It's going to fall on me. Do you think it's going to fall yes. on you, Bodie? Well, what about pie face? Do any of you have pie face at home? Um, for those of you that might not have ever played pie face, uh, tell them what happens with pie face. Um, you it twist, doesn't sound good. You twist the notches, and once you spin however much times it says to twist, to twist them, you do it, and it might pop up. Yeah, so you you do this little spinner, and it lands on a number, and say it lands on the number four. Then you have to put your, your face in this little where your chin's supposed to go and then there's a pie in front of you that has whipped cream and you have to click the nas the nozzle I think we need to see this happen no we're not gonna see it happen however many it's times is on TV. that card and so if it's four you have to click it four times and you hear it go click and you have to wait to see if it's gonna just slam up and hit you in the face so there's potential. Watch now, is Pastor Larry gonna <laughs> There's a potential for a pie to hit you in the face. Does this make you scared? Oh, uh, well, look at Finn. Well, he said depends. kinda. It depends on whose face. It depends on yeah. whose face. If it's your face, would that make you scared, Bodie? Well, yes, because I'm dry clean only. <laughs> so yeah. what about you, Oliver? If it was your face, would you want it to slam in your face? Would you want it to slam in Daddy's face? What about Taylor's face? Your face. My face? Both of your faces. Finn's faces. Finn's face, I mean. Bodie's face. Bodie's face. Okay, no. so why why do you keep playing it then if it scares you sometimes? Because it's fun. It's fun? You mean you can still find fun even though there's a little bit of fear there? Mm-hmm. Okay, so what about life? What about everyday life? Are there things that you're scared of in life? No. Are there things that y'all are scared of sometimes in life? Mm -hmm. Like what? Okay, what about this? What about when your parents say, that's enough? No. What's going to come next? Are you fearful of what might come next? No. Like if they're to say, that's it. No more electronics. No. Does that make you fearful? No. Oh, that never happens around here. <laughs> it never happens to you, Bogey. No. You don't have yet tried I'm, it. I'm scared of moths. You're scared of yeah. moths. But yet, do, does that keep you from going out? No. And no. doing things? 
Um, what are you scared of uh, that might happen if you go outside? Mosquito bites. Mosquito bites or, or bumblebees. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Yes. But yet, is that going to keep you from, from doing anything? No, not at a safe distance. At a safe distance. That's very smart, Bodie. Very, very smart. Um, are you going to stay from, keep from going outside because there might be a mosquito? No. Are you going to keep from it. going outside because there might be a bumblebee that no, might sting you? I would peel it. You would she try to kill it. inside yesterday because we got scared from a bumblebee. Oh, did you it's stay inside yesterday because of a yeah. bumblebee? Yeah, it's a little scary. But you know what? We have to remember that there is still peace and goodness and hope in the world. And our message today is going to remind us of that, that there's still hope and that we can still imagine goodness in our world and that we can live by peace. And so um, we're going to watch for that and listen for that today during during Pastor Travis's sermon. OK, so let's say a prayer together. OK. Loving God. Loving God. Thank you for giving us peace. Thank you for giving us peace. And for giving us hope. And for giving us hope. And for giving us joy. And for giving us joy. Even amongst our fear. Even amongst our fears. Even amongst our worries. Even amongst our worries. Everywhere we go. Everywhere we go. Every day. Every day. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. Have a Peace. great week. It Peace. was so good to see you. Peace be Peace. with you. Peace. I tell you, I love that Bodie. He's one cool little puppet dude. Um, so next, I believe we have our offering. Is that correct? Um, and so uh, for our offering, just a reminder that uh, our church has continued to uh, pay all of our workers, our nursery worker, custodians, uh, office administrative staff, uh, pastors, um, everyone that we we normally pay that's on our payroll. Uh, we're continuing to, to do that and we're continuing to, to have people work from home when available and uh, to go in the building to, to do work uh, when they're able. And so um, to support these ministries that continue even as our building is closed. Yep. Then you have right there on your screen uh, different ways that you can give, whether it's online or, or by mail. Um, and so for these offerings, we want to give thanks. And also uh, just uh, uh, Gary Fox wrote an update on our stewardship and our finances that went out last Tuesday. And so I uh, uh, hope you had a chance to uh, share that. And thank you for Gary and our board for yes. uh, really spending a lot of time looking at that um, and making sure all is going well for us. Yeah. Well, um, shall we say a prayer for our gifts and yeah. sing the doxology? Yeah. All right. Let's pray. Gracious God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you uh, for the ministries that continue, even even among times that uh, we think nothing else in the world is, is really going on in our community. Um, there's still love and there's still peace and there's still light and we're still church. Even in our individual homes, we still are here together and we are church together, and we're still doing these ministries and these works, and we're still making sure that, that your name is being honored in all that we do. 
And gracious God, we can't ask for more than that. So thank you for continuing the life and the love of this faith community. Thank you for each of these people. Thank you for these gifts that come in electronically or physically. Gracious God, continue to let us use our gifts in all forms, everywhere that we are each day. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. And sing together with us the doxology. Built it out at home. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above the Praise all the sun and holy ghost. I think I forgot to put the words on the screen. I had them on my screen, but not on yours. Oh, sorry, so you got to see us singing. Yay! <laughs> Um, so next is our time of prayer. If you have any prayer concerns, please, please uh, get those into us. Um, if they come in after we've uh, had our prayer time here live, we'll include those in our Tuesday update and in our Tuesday prayer video. Um, so right now uh, we've gotten in a few already. Um, Charlene McMahon's friend, uh, Mark Roberts, uh, both of his daughters are in use of prayer right now, but um, especially his daughter, Amy, right now. Um, she was just taken uh, home uh, from UAB Hospital, and um, she's receiving at-home hospice care right now. And they're saying that uh, these will be her last few weeks. So please uh, be in prayer uh, for Amy and for Mark and, and their whole family. God of healing and love. Hear our prayers. Um, Richard White will be having a stint put in on the 13th. And so we want to can keep Richard in our prayers, uh, prayers that uh, all goes well with that procedure, uh, quick and speedy recovery, a complete recovery to where he feels uh, rejuvenated um, when, uh, when he uh, is back home and that all is well. Uh, God of healing. Hear our prayers. And then uh, Hannah Emsweiler's aunt, Nancy, is battling cancer, and she's really uh, in need of some prayer right now for strength, for healing, uh, for good health, God of love and healing. Hear our prayers. Um, do you see any others that I'm are coming up? Here. I got two computers going out. See. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, good people, uh, continue to submit whatever joys, whatever concerns you may have, and let's uh, go to God right now in prayer. Gracious God, thank you for these people, uh, for your your family uh, gathered together. Um, it's so good seeing names of people as they pop up to know that we're here together, that, that even though I can't physically see them in this moment, it makes my soul feel good to know that they're here with me. And I hope that we're all feeling that sense of community and love and light right now when we all need it. Gracious God, be with those on our list, with Amy, with Richard, with Nancy. Be with those that are on our hearts. Be with all of those that are struggling 
with illnesses right now, be with all of those that are struggling as small business owners, be with all of those that are struggling being employees and not knowing if you're being furloughed or if you're being fired. Gracious God, so much is going on right now in our world. Allow us to still be love and light. Give us hope and peace all of the days of our life. All of this we pray as we pray that prayer together that Jesus taught us to pray. Our Our Father, Father, who who art in in heaven, hallowed hallowed be thy name. Thy Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Well, we are excited uh, this morning to have uh, special music by uh, Hannah and Grace Pratt, who will be singing uh, for us, and a special introduction by their father, Andy. Uh, and I got to say, it was pretty good to see all three of their faces. It was, Even it Andy's was. face, Andy. Thank you for including that introduction in the video. And we are going to uh, switch to that right now. Hello, Norwalk Christian Church family. I am proud to present today's special music to you. Uh, It will be Hannah and Grace singing live from the Pratt family basement. But uh, before I do that, just wanted to pass along a big virtual hug to all of you. We miss seeing everybody in church on Sundays and can't wait to get together to worship with you again soon. Today's song is called The Breakup Song by Francesca Battistelli. There is a lot of fear and doubt and uncertainty in the world today due to the coronavirus and the quarantine situation that we all find ourselves in right now. And this song, I hope, will help people learn to deal with that fear a little bit better. So without further ado, I give you Hannah and Grace. Sick and tired of being sick and tired Had as much of you as I can take I'm so done, so over being afraid. I've gone through the motions, I've been back and forth. I know that you're thinking you've heard this before. Don't know how to say it, so I'm just gonna say it. Here it is again, not the 
bit just like me. Anybody out there? Anybody else needing fear to leave? Oh yeah. Don't know how to say it. Sing along with me. Sing fear you don't bound me. There ain't no room to stop me. And I ain't got time for you. What I'm not, like you know me well, guess why? I know who I am, I know I'm strong, brave, and I am free, guided by your identity, so there, you will never be welcome here, this morning will be taken from the Gospel of John, chapter 20, verses 19 through 25. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger in the mark of his nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe. It's been a difficult week for pastors, for churches. Monday, our governor said we could reopen if we wish. Then Tuesday, we sat in a Zoom meeting with pastors from around central Iowa talking to an infectious disease expert out of Fort Dodge. She told us just how bad of an idea that might be right now. We've been wrestling with it ever since. If we open right now while things are still unknown and increasing at the greatest rates yet, she said it'd be too much, trying to limit all the possible ways we could unintentionally cause harm to one another. And when you start thinking of that last, that long list, while it's rather daunting, we might only be left with Marty and I preaching, Kim playing silently on the organ. The three of us might like the attention, but well, is that church? It's been hard having this drop back in our laps, not knowing what is actually safe, when is actually safe, when is the right time. We so want to be with you in person, but we also want to be safe all of us safe, making room for all so that all can truly be welcome. Now your board will talk more about it together tomorrow, begin making plans for when that day comes and it can't come soon enough. All this distancing, this worry, this fear, while the alternative does not yet feel safe for all of us. This, I'm, well, I'm getting a little tired 
of this. Here we are online with even more silence, with less sharing, more distance. We long to be together. Yet we've learned something these last eight Sundays, haven't we? Wow, it's been eight Sundays. It's something we did not quite expect to learn, but this, this too, is church. Now, it's been three weeks since we celebrated Easter, but in the gospel, it's only been a verse. It's still Easter. After we stopped reading on Easter Sunday, the story continues. And I guess, well, I guess it seems appropriate because there have been days in the last few weeks that have seemed like three weeks. And yet it's still Easter, Easter evening, church, and the disciples have just received the good news. Christ is risen, Mary Magdalene proclaims to them. And where are they? Locked in a room out of fear. Sound familiar? Now, by all accounts, the disciples spent 50 days after Easter quarantined from a world that wanted to snuff out the Jesus movement for good isolated, locked in rooms or alone on the shoreside, social distancing from the world they knew, a world now changed forever, locked away for 50 days after Easter. Now, Pentecost is our next big Christian holiday, May 31st. Penta literally means 50, 50 days out of Easter. It took that period of time of fear and isolation for the disciples to emerge, ready to figure out what it meant to follow Jesus in this new world. It took 50 days for them to be ready to move from hearing the good news that Christ had proclaimed to them to proclaiming it themselves. See, resurrection, the transition from the old life to a new one is rarely in a rush. All birth takes time in a womb, growing, transforming, learning. Eventually the old begins to pass away and we begin to behold the new. We're in a womb now, maybe at times a little tired of our womb mates, but you can't imagine what new thing. Can you imagine what new thing will be birthed after this gestation period is over when it's safe to finally emerge? Things will certainly feel different, look different. Some traditions we've known and loved for 150 years as a church will have to be set aside for a while for love and safety of neighbors. And it's breathing on them that Jesus does in our text. Yeah, it may take a while before we do that, even speak of it without cringing. But this, but new traditions will emerge, new ways of being church, new ways of doing the same old things that Christians have been doing for Well, millennia, our perspective here in Norwalk is only 150 years old, but church has been doing church for some time. From first meeting in synagogues to down by the river and under trees to homes and then catacombs to big, beautiful buildings. From reciting the ancient Psalms to hearing loud symphonic masterpieces just written from passing stories on orally or by letters to a Bible now available in everyone's own language across coast and borders from a small local movement to a global church. The church has always been changing, adapting, growing. Maybe this metaphor is a bit too soon, but our faith, well, it's like a pathogen. Christianity is a pandemic that has adapted and spread that cannot be snuffed out. And disciples, there is no vaccine for our faith. 
See, it began in that room. They were scared. They heard the news, but they locked the door. They hid from the truth, but truth came busting in anyway. It passed right through the walls. It breathed on them and they caught it. They caught the spirit. From there, it grew and grew until the spirit burst forth, spreading from that room all the way to our rooms today. Jesus alive, passing through locked doors, entering our homes, no matter who we are or where we are or how tightly locked away we may be. God's spirit infects us, changes us, fills us all with God's peace, a peace that we've caught so that we can pass that peace to the whole world. Now, when we emerge from these wombs that we are in and we will emerge, new life always emerges. But what will we be when we emerge? Things, well, things will certainly look different, feel different. There will be a period of readjustment, but we will be church again. Well, not again. I mean, see, we've never stopped being church, have we? We can't stop being church. It's who we are. Jesus' spirit now merged with our DNA. We will always be church. And there may be some of us like Thomas who struggle to see it and believe it. That's okay. That's me, to be honest. I'm struggling to see it, to believe it, to wrap my head around that world, even as I speak to you now. But doubt Doubt doesn't make it any less real. See, Christ is risen. Christ's spirit is here among us, even as we may be apart from one another. Because no door, no wall, no screen, no distance, no virus can keep Jesus's peace from spreading. And when we can finally gather in person together again, and may that day come soon, we will gather more full of Christ's spirit than we've ever been before. That peace ready to spread Christ's good news as we continue the work of disciples. For church, we are disciples of Christ. Even now we are a movement for wholeness in a fragmented world. Beautiful disciples, may the peace of Christ be with you and with your spirit. May it fill you up right now. May you still feel Christ breathing on you as the winds blow around you, as a neighbor or friend or family member calls, as someone waves from across the curb or you hear those birds chirp. For distance cannot hold Christ's peace back. So church, breathe deeply. Fill your lungs with Christ's spirit. And when the time is right, make Christ's spirit, that spirit of peace, send us out from these places to change the world. May it be so. Amen. And shall we gather together now around our communion tables, wherever they might be scattered, yet here as one body of Christ? Invite our children to come join us as well. And I'd love to maybe hear in the comments section, see in the comments section what you are sharing as communion today, because it doesn't matter what those elements are for us. Uh, Christ comes to us. 
and Christ is bigger than this distance. Christ is bigger than a loaf of bread or what may be in our cup. Christ's presence is always with us when we gather at the table. And I imagine that Jesus chose these very ordinary items of bread and wine because they were items that could be found at every table. Every time they gathered, bread was in those days even used sometimes as a napkin. It was a staple, always there. The wine was the safest way for them to drink. And so it was always available. And they drank it and they ate it together. And those ordinary signs, things from every pantry and every cupboard were those signs of Christ's spirit in their presence. And so we gather together and we break bread. Would you like to break bread down? Oh, sure. For the Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, he took the bread or donuts or cookie or whatever you may have, and he blessed it and he broke it and he shared it with everyone, letting them know that this was broken for them. It was his body because all of himself was given for all of us. Do you like to do the cup? And he took the cup. And he blessed it and he gave thanks and he shared it with everyone at the table saying, take drink. This cup is my blood poured out for you and for the sins of the whole world. Let us give thanks to God for these good gifts. God, we pray that you will bless these gifts, be it tortillas or bread or crackers or goldfish crackers or whatever it is we have, that you will bless these gifts, that they may be for us the body and blood of Christ, your presence breaking through our walls and into our hearts. And may we become that living, breathing presence of Christ in our world this very moment. In the name of Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Body and blood of Christ. Over the body and blood of Christ. Travis, the body and blood of Christ. Yeah. Ben, the body and blood of Christ. Taylor, the body and blood of Christ. Hold on, let Finn get a good sip first. Yeah. Well, church, it was good to be with you again. I see we have some bread and water, some elderberry syrup and gluten-free crackers nice. that were shared today. And I'm sure there'll be other people commenting as well. And we invite you to join us for a fellowship in a few moments uh, at uh, on Zoom. And we uh, would love to see your faces and just have some laid back conversation, as we always do with Coffee Fellowship Time. Oh, I have a couple of things. To say. You have a couple of things. Um, first off, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Hannah and Grace. That was beautiful, yes. beautiful, beautiful. Um, I loved it. And uh, I just... I don't know. I have to say that. Um, also, again, thank you for Can Gary. Um, I really like the harmonica at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. If you missed that part, go to back to the very beginning. Um, it it just impresses me. I think I'm going to play it as we leave today. Oh, too. there you go. After it's happy. It's song. peppy. It yeah. makes you kind of want to. I want to hear it one more time. <laughs> um, and then a random thing: uh, if any of you like are are outside, right outside uh, Norwalk, and you need a curb to quickly put some somebody's some picking stuff up our on. trash right now <laughs> uh feel free to use our curb uh that's that's available to you shout out to all the trash pickers uh, <laughs> we went out 
uh, yesterday and did not find any treasure yet. So we look forward to shopping your curbs this afternoon. <laughs> put, put something out good. We're, we're shopping for big, uh, brand new expensive items. No, <laughs> junk. That's what we need is junk. Well, we're going to close with our sending song uh, that uh, Gary Fox and Kim Ward recorded for us, Go in Peace. And then after that, if you stick around, I'm going to switch over and I'm going to pull up uh, – uh, for closing uh, for us the to send out with uh, Kay and Gary uh, with us again. It's fun. It's worth listening to. Hello. Oh, sorry. We saw you. <laughs> there we go. We had the words, but you didn't again. I keep forgetting that one small step where I switched to this screen. But I'm going to switch to that screen now as we close and let you hear a little gay, uh, Kay and Gary, uh, one more time as our postlude. Blessings. Love you. Jazz hands. Bye. And peace be with you. It just takes me a moment because I already closed it out here. Here it comes. See you, church. Bye.